Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest edition of Breakdown with the American Legislative Exchange Council. I'm Lars Daleside, and with me today is Alex Energy, Environment and Agriculture Task Force Director, Joe Trotter, with an update of the wildfires raging through Alberta and Nova Scotia, and what that means to those of us who are here in the East Coast. And Joe, I think that we've actually got a good taste of what it means to those of us here on the East Coast, because the sky is gray, the sun was orange and bright red, and Lord knows I'm, my eyes are definitely a little bit irritated right now. And I apologize if I cough, but blame the Canadians because uh, their forest is on fire. Now, when most people think of wildfires, they think American West Coast, and for good reason. The fires out there are huge, absolutely enormous, but there aren't actually a whole lot of them. There are a number on the East Coast. Numerically, there's more in the American Southeast than there are out West. The thing is, on the East Coast, the forests are managed a whole lot better. It's not quite as dry. And they they just get put out quicker. But right now, here in D.C., in the D.C. area, and all the way down through Southern Virginia, we are dealing with smoke. Smoke that is coming from 550-plus miles away. Uh, it's just a good moment to talk about good forest management and making sure that as, as stewards of the environment, we clean up our forests, make sure that we don't have dead wood on the ground, uh, make sure that mature trees are harvested and, and put to good use before they burn up and cause me to cough while we're trying to shoot a podcast. Okay. And so that's what it is that we're talking about right now. It's the overall forest management. And you mentioned how they do it a little bit different here on the East Coast than they do on the West Coast. So I'm guessing the tactics that they apply up there in Canada are more West Coast than East Coast. Yes. So on on the East Coast, you know, a lot of the modern forestry, making sure that um, the forests are healthy by taking out the mature trees. That's something that was really developed in the the early years of the country, all the way through the, the early 1900s on the East Coast. And the idea was you don't clear cut a forest. You go ahead and you, you take trees that are mature and are in between less mature trees, so they have a chance to grow higher. But you don't clear cut the forest. You just take what you need and move on to other areas and also make sure to plant new healthy younger trees that are less likely to burn and from a a modern science perspective will actually suck more carbon dioxide out of the air. Uh, Right now uh, Canada is is having a bit of a problem out on their west coast they had some fires a few weeks ago and we were actually impacted by that. The smoke was getting sent up into the Gulf Stream and, and move down south all the way from Canada's west coast. Right now we've got an east coast fire and it is positively miserable outside with just this LA-ish smog that's over the DC area. And it's even worse further north. If you look at the images that have come out, even from satellite, you can just see the smoke screen emanating off of Canada's east coast. Yeah, and this morning I was scrolling through Twitter and saw a few images of the sun that was coming up over the the Washington Monument and some it's bright red and others it's bright orange. And then as you keep going through all those images, you do see the smoke. And it's amazing to think of it coming down all the way up there from Canada and this nice big squirrel that reaches us down here in the D.C. metropolitan area. It's a wonderful view to have while you're having an asthma attack. 
<laughs> so then what it is uh, that, that Canada should be doing? I mean, what are the, you said what they aren't doing is clearing the old growth? Clearing old growth, making sure that dried up tim- timber on the forest floor is, is just gotten rid of. And I mean, they could even bury it if they want to, but leaving it sitting just creates this, this uh, essentially a fuse where a fire starts and then just keeps traveling along all the undergrowth that's either dead or decaying or and gets hot enough, it starts drying out and burning healthy trees as well. And you're seeing the largest fire in recorded history in Canada, in Nova Scotia, in that area. It's just unprecedented for modern times. The largest in history. Well, no, hopefully for that area. area. Well, hopefully it'll do something to uh, give them a little inspiration to take another look at their forest management. It makes you wonder, like, are they looking at what they're doing here on the East Coast versus what they're doing out there on the West Coast? So we we previously had a webinar with some of our our friends down from North Carolina and South Carolina and uh, about wildfires and good forest management. And, And they really have it down, just making sure... Mature growth is taken, that new growth is given the opportunity to thrive, and that just the dead stuff doesn't dry out and stay there. Because forest fires are a fickle thing. They can, uh, there are all sorts of reasons they can start. It can be, you know, somebody camping, somebody tossing a cigarette out of the car, or even a lightning strike. There are many ways it can happen. So it's incumbent as on us as essentially the dominant species on the planet to go ahead and act as good stewards. And we're not doing it. We, we see these huge natural disasters and it's, you know, puts people in danger, destroys economic activity, just creates massive, massive problems. And it's something we've got to deal with before the problem happens. And it's quite frankly, something we need to just, learn to do and it it needs to sink in especially on the west coast that is entirely necessary to be proactive if you're reacting to it after the fact you are sending people in harm's way you are having to use aviation and and just all kinds of assets to go ahead and try to contain it after the fact so then what are they looking at up there right now in alberta like how is it something where we're hoping they're going to have it out in a few days and a few weeks before the summer is over? Oh, God willing, in in the next couple of days. It's big, but there have been firefighters. One of the great things just between nations, the Commonwealth nations, the English-speaking nations, and and tons of other partners on, on this continent and others, when you have these giant catastrophes like this, people send their firefighters from different countries to help put this out. It's a great international partnership. Um, it, some of it's formalized, some of it's informalized, but it, it's something where we all kind of come together because it's, it's you know, it happens here, it happens in Australia, it, it happens all over the world. And it, people come together and it's a great international community for dealing with these disasters. But it would be a lot nicer if we had a little foresight to actually make sure they didn't happen in the first place. A little preventative medicine just to keep everybody a little bit safer. Uh, yeah. I, uh, what an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of the cure. All right. Well, we thank you for coming with us today. This is Lars Daleside. Tune in next time for another edition of Breakdown.